Hey, I'm Ashley Waldbauer, and you're listening to Nevertheless, Shlee Persisted, a podcast slash audio diary where we prioritize gratitude and unpack why we keep on persisting. Hey friends, welcome to another episode. Here we are, once again, Nevertheless, Shlee Persists did she persists uh anyway (laughs) hi i'm so happy to be finally recording this um it has been already kind of a crazy week for me so i need a little gratitude in my life don't we all i hope you all are having a great march so far i do love the beginning of a month um to kind of start new start fresh start some new goals and thoughts and feelings just getting them all out uh exactly motorcycle thank you for that can you believe that it's already been a month since i started this holy crap um just thank you guys once again for following me on this journey i'm so excited for what's to come and i got some cool stuff planned so get ready for that but let's dive into the gratitude list for this week shall we All right, number one, getting tattoos with friends. Okay, so I have gotten two tattoos in the span of a week. I just had to, you know, get it out of my system. Before I got these two tattoos, I already had three? Three, yeah. So now I got five. I'm all tatted up. (laughs) Just kidding, they're actually just really small and minimalistic. But anyway, um, my first tattoo I'll post on my Instagram this week, but um, I got a little wishbone on my wrist. My girlfriend and bestie Hannah and I got it at this cute little tattoo shop in Brooklyn. Yeah, we are living our our lucky girl um, phase of life right now. So we got a little wishbone together. And then I also got a um, tattoo of a little domino on my neck, and I got that with um, Patrick, my who I've mentioned before, my good pal, Pat. Um, and we went to Live by the Sword in Soho, which is a super rad tattoo shop, too, if you haven't been there. They also do piercings, and it's just, like, a really cool atmosphere. Um, but, yeah, so I got a, a tattoo on my neck. It is um, – it, it's a six domino, but it has three and three because um, it's just a little bit of a reminder for me of just like all of the hard work that I put into six and the three and three because I covered three out of the six queens. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll talk about my six experience one of these days on this podcast, but that is not today. But if you want to hear about it, uh, let me know. Shoot me a little DM because it was <laughs> it was an experience. Alrighty, number two, film festivals with friends. Okay, I gotta tell you what my (laughs) amazing little friend group did. We uh, did like a um, 24-hour film festival where we had 24 hours to make like I think it was like a one to three minute film of whatever we wanted Um, and it was so much fun and then we got together the next night and like showed them all to each other and like judged them and scored them and it was just super rad and super fun. Um, Matt and I made a video together and it um, was a spoof on The Real Housewives which you know I love me some reality TV. Um, So we did like a real girlfriend of Astoria moment Uh, and yeah it was just like super fun and cool and I just like 
I love doing creative things uh, like that with my friends. So here's your inspo. Take the idea and run with it. Do a 24-hour film festival with your friends because it will not disappoint, let me tell you. So many laughs that night. Jeez. Number three. Okay. (laughs) Here's some food for ya. And boy, am I thankful for pizza rolls. Okay. (laughs) I saw these in the, the store the other day and I just like wasn't really in the mood to cook that night um so what was perfect for that pizza rolls wow just like so much nostalgia there with pizza rolls um I used to eat them like all the time as a kid and boy as a 25 year old they still slapped except this time Matt was telling me because obviously we ate them together we lived together um that when he grew up he ate them with sour cream interesting I tried it and it's like pretty decent would I do it again maybe if it was there but um yeah try that combo and let me know what you think not that I'm trying to out you Matt like I don't I don't know if that's considered a weird combination or not but I hadn't heard of that combination before so do what you will with that information oh also speaking of food um as a little update when we were talking about poutine last week we did in fact get the poutine from the union square winter market not bryant park which is i think what i said in the last episode so keep that in mind for when christmas rolls around again they there's two christmas markets basically but the union square one had the poutine this year okay number four okay this one's really cheesy So just like stick with me on this. I promise it won't be for a very long time. Um, I wrote waking up next to Matt. Gross. Vomit, vomit, vomit. Um, But it's just like the best waking up next to your best friend every day so like I usually get up make a cup of coffee and like journal in bed while he is like still cuddled up against me and it is just the best and I just really adore him blah gross okay I'm done number five okay I have thanks for hanging texts okay this is might also be cheesy I don't know take what you will but um I love receiving texts and sending texts like after you've hung out with your friends just to be like hey I really appreciate you taking your time to hang out with me today I always love hanging out with you oh I love those texts giving or receiving them I just like ugh. I don't know it's just a nice little serotonin boost also it's maybe because of my like overthinky brain so it's like okay good they had a good time too <laughs> anyway uh yeah I just I really enjoy those Okay, number seven, which is my final gratitude um, point of the week. And it is plot twists that you didn't see coming, specifically in books, because that's where it happened to me. Oh my god, guys. I am currently reading Crescent City, um, the first book in that series by Sarah J. Mass, who also wrote the Court of Thorns and Roses um, series. Court of Thorns? Roses? One rose? Uh that you know what I'm talking about maybe I'll share it on my Instagram yeah anyway I was obsessed with that series and she has two other series um Crescent City and Throne of Glass I haven't read Throne of Glass yet but it's on my list but the first book in Crescent City oh my god (sighs) it is so good and it caught me so off guard and I need someone to read this book so I can talk to them about it because, geez, it is a long book. It's like 800 pages, so like be aware of that. But I love it. I love it so much. 
It's a great book. Highly recommend. So please, please read it so we can talk. And people are currently shitting on this book because it is a long read. Um, and it really takes its time to world build. But I think it's worth it, people. I'm telling you, it's worth it. So please read it. Damn it. <laughs> anyway, that is my gratitude list of the week. Uh, it's short and sweet. Nice little seven points for you. Yep, let me know what's on your list for the week. Okay, let's get into the thoughts and feels of the week. There are so many feelings that are going on in my brain right now but the one that I wanted to focus on this week is saying no and the power of saying no and protecting our yes. Soar. I have always struggled with saying no um, as a chronic people pleaser. Hello, love those tendencies, thank you. Um, uh, yeah, I find saying no really hard to say to people. Um, also, I think it's it's just kind of ingrained in my system and my body because I'm a performer. Um, and I think from an early age, um, you are taught to kind of say yes to everything and say yes to op- every opportunity. Um, because you never know like what future connection will come out of it basically which I think is a very toxic thing to teach from a young age I mean I started acting when I was six and so that you know it's been ingrained in my brain for 10 years yeah so lately I've been practicing the use of saying no and something that I've been learning recently is like no is an act of self-love and self-preservation And self-care, honestly. But it's also incredibly hard to learn and rewire my brain in in saying no. um, That it's like okay and that if you say no, like people won't hate you or never ask you again. Um, That's completely false. I started identifying my people-pleaser tendencies because of this thing called the four tendencies by Gretchen Rubin. So she came up with these, um, this like, I guess it's like a personality quiz basically where, you know, it's like Myers-Briggs, whatever, Um, but a little different version of that. The way she describes it is the indispensable personality profiles that reveal how to make your life better and other people's lives better too. So you take this quiz and then you're kind of sorted into the four tendencies, which is um, those personality profiles are um, the obliger, the rebel, the upholder, and the questioner. So basically in a Sparknotes version, questioners pretty much question everything. Upholders uphold the law, uphold the, the rules basically. The obliger is basically the people pleaser of the four. And the rebel kind of resists everything. <laughs> basically. Um, I'll share on my Instagram the four tendencies because she explains it way better than I do. But that's kind of how I began to deep dive into my people pleaser always needs to say yes to everyone tendencies. Basically, as an obliger, I find it really easy to be there for someone else and will easily drop anything that I'm doing to help someone else but when it comes to me and myself and my needs it becomes harder um like I just I struggle to do things for myself so recently I have been practicing the art of saying no um and trying to unpack all of my thoughts and feelings about that 
I think I just got to the point where I was experiencing major burnout, but not really figuring out why um, I was experiencing this burnout. But after doing some soul searching and some digging and some journaling, I just realized that I was, I was basically not doing anything that I wanted to do or not taking care of myself or not adding any time for self-care. And why was that? Because I was packing my time with saying yes to everything. And I think this realization really came to me um, in the height of the pandemic because like no one could do anything. So I had all of this time to myself, which I really enjoyed and didn't really have to say no to anyone because I could do whatever I wanted and couldn't see any people anyway. I mean, obviously the pandemic was an awful time, but I think it was a good time for me to kind of take a step back and see how my mental health changed completely when I added more self-care to my routine and started doing the things that filled my cup. So then when I got back into the real world, um, I started saying yes to anything and everything again and kind of experienced the same amount of burnout and kind of starting the cycle over again and was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What, what is the, the difference here? What did I do in the pandemic versus now? And that was not saying no to people. Yeah, I was just really good at filling my time doing stuff that I didn't want to do, which sounds so silly, but it's true. And as you get older, it's harder to say no to people because you meet new friends and want to hang out with them all the time and take up new hobbies and want to fill your time with that as well or you have multiple jobs that you have to go to again and finding the balance in normal life again has been extremely difficult so if you struggle with saying no like i do uh here are some of the tips and tricks that i would love to share with you um number one is just reminding myself that if i say no to someone they're not going to hate me for the rest of their life and it doesn't mean that they're not going to ask me to do whatever it is they ask to do again. It's not an all or nothing situation or concept. I also remind myself that if someone gets upset at me for saying no, then maybe that's not the best relationship to have in your life anyway. Like I think canceling plans is great and so many things in your life shift and change throughout the week and a plan that you made a week ago might not serve you now and that's okay. Sometimes you find that you pack your schedule too much and you just need a night alone and you got to do what you got to do and cancel a plan. So if, if any of my friends who are listening need to cancel plans, I welcome it. Please take the time for yourself. In this day and age, we are prioritizing our mental health and as an introverted extrovert, an ambivert if you will, I need the time to recharge my batteries and that's not a crime. I guess if you don't like the word no, um, you could also view it as just a boundary, as setting a boundary for yourself. Sometimes I find uh, rephrasing the word helps my brain come to terms with it a little bit more. One of the things that I've also done in the past, like if I say no, I also give whoever I'm talking to like a crazy explanation as to why I can't make the thing or why I'm saying no. And that is a more recent lesson that I'm learning is like sometimes you don't need to give people an explanation. Like you can just say no. No is a full sentence. 
which I kind of, I don't know. It sounds so cringy slash cliche, but it's true. No is a full sentence. And you can say no in a nice way too. I feel like when people are like, just say no, it can come off as rude or um, aggressive, but it doesn't have to be that way because one of the things that I'm learning when doing these gratitude lists are showing the other person how grateful you are for the invite or for the ask. An example of this would be, thank you so much for inviting me to this party. I really appreciate the invite and wish I could be there, but I have other plans. And that other plan can be you hanging out by yourself. No explanation needed. Another tip slash trick that has really worked for me is scheduling texts or emails when I have to say no. Sometimes I just get so anxious when I get like an invite text or a text asking me to do something for them. And I just kind of like, if I know I can't do the thing that they're asking, I kind of like just have an anxiety moment and kind of stew over, okay, how the heck am I going to respond? All that craziness. So I find that scheduling texts and emails um, to send at a time where I know I'm doing something else really alleviates that anxiety too. And you can schedule texts on your iPhone. I don't know if you knew that or not, but yeah, do a little Google search. It's really helped me a lot. I had a, a good family friend of mine tell me that saying no is protecting my yes and that's always just kind of stuck to me in the past couple years really so in this crazy month of march i encourage you to protect your yes i also had that same friend tell me that if it's not a fuck yes then it's a fuck no and she was talking to me about um jobs when we were discussing that but I think it could be for really anything that's going on in your life if it doesn't get you excited if it doesn't get you motivated to do the thing then like don't do it because you don't have to do the thing I don't know man this concept seems really simple now that I'm speaking it out loud but it's something that just like I've been thinking about a lot lately and I know this episode has been a little bit word vomity and those are my thoughts of the week I could honestly dive into so many subcategories of this conversation, but I'm trying to keep it simple this week. Basically, here's your reminder to take care of yourself in this month of March and to schedule in some self-care and to schedule in a little night to yourself where you get to do whatever the heck you want to do. I hope you all have a great rest of your week. Take care of yourself. Cancel that plan if you want. Or don't. Keep it if it it fuels your fire. And if you ever need to cancel plans with me, I can promise you right now that I will not get mad at you. This episode was kind of a mess, but thanks for sticking around. Okay, bye! Bye!